listening to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. That that's me. And I know I sound like I always have my shit together when I start this show. And I feel like I just start it very naturally. But the truth is I pre-write what I'm gonna say and then I read it and just pretend like I'm saying it naturally. And I can't read it right now because I realized I typed it on my phone and I'm Facebook living and I can't open it. So I'm gonna try and rock it improv, right? Yeah. Is it impromptu? How do you say that? I don't know. You're doing improv. improv. I'm doing, I'm, imp- I'm improvising. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, today we're talking a lot about technology. We're going to have an expert, Dr. Lisa Stroman, on in just a bit. But before that, to help me, uh, we're going to be talking about Tinder and Twitter and Snapdick and all that good stuff. Alex knows about that. Love a good Snapdick. <laughs> Uh, please welcome back to the show. Uh, you may remember him. Uh, he was last on talking about uh, no hangups, his world record-breaking social experiment. You may have recently seen him on MTV. Uh, greatest party st- story ever told. Yeah, yeah, Did that yeah. From memory, from uh, the improv. Yeah, there you go. Please welcome back actor and comedian Alex Weber. Zach, thanks for having me, man. Uh, Thank you for coming always back. Always a pleasure. I'm glad I didn't scare you off. Never. There have been people that I've asked back that have not responded. <laughs> no. no. I, uh, I'm i excited to talk technology. I feel like I'm not near an expert. I'm a, I'm a lab rat in, yeah. the, in the tech world. I feel the same exact way. Like I bring people on the show that I, I, I want to talk about things that I have no business talking about or trying to position myself as an expert in any way. I want to learn. I want to be the devil's advocate and I want to just piss people off. Yes. Piss away. I'm excited. <laughs> also back with me have my pretty, 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 pretty lady friend, Marina Waki. Hi. Hi. How have you been? Good. Good. Yeah, I'm excited about this topic because because you're always on your phone. Not only that, finally have my engineering degree, mm. so finally technology approved. I love it. Yeah. And in studio, we're drinking um, our Green Supreme by Suja cocktails. It is cucumber organic vodka with Suja's Green Supreme juice and a little bit of lemon. Um, and I've lined mine up with a little bit of club soda because I want to. You can get this recipe and more at JustPlainZach.com. I have a link um, in the description for you to try uh, a Suja juice cleanse because guess what? Summer's coming up and you need to get your shit together. You need to get your body together because you want to look amazing. So try Suja and go to JustPlainZach.com because I want your validation. Okay, you guys. So first I want to talk about uh, this new segment that we're going to do. It's called For Reals or For Fake, and it is ridiculous apps, okay? I'm so, so I have some excited. apps that I'm about to throw at you, and you guys have to determine whether or not you think that these are real apps or fake apps, this okay? This is amazing. Okay? I'm going to be really bad at this. And if Okay, <laughs> so this is how it works. So if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it, if you both get it, oh, wait, how do, let me explain yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, Because yeah. I don't have my notes. <laughs> Improvise. Um, okay, so... I'm going to throw these at you, and you have to determine whether you think it's for reals or for fakes. And um, if you get it right, you don't get a point. But if you get it wrong, you get a point. If you both get it right, I get a point. And whoever has the most points at the end of this game has to take a shot. Got it. Okay. Are you ready? And then join all the apps. Okay, (laughs) Join all the apps. Okay, perfect. Okay, so the the first app 
is called Lumberjacks Only, a dating app from the creators of Farmers Only that allows women and men to find hunky lumberjacks in their area. Marie, for reals or for fake? Part of me wants to say that's for real, and it kind of makes me nervous. Are you saying for real? Yeah. Alex? That's got to be for reals. That's really? just Oh, that's got to be. That's a great idea. You're both wrong. It's fake. No. It's a fake app. It's not a real app. How do we start this app? We can totally just do it right now. <laughs> you need to go to Silicon Valley and talk to some developers. I think you would be great for that. You'd be like a twink lumberjack. Sure. Is it twink like because I'm, oh, because I'm not big. No, because, no. Be, well, yeah, you're slimmer and you don't have like a beard or anything. Yeah. There's no hair. Let's just make like one for twinks big, too. The big berry lumberjacks like that. Well, you can go on Farmers Only. Just throw on some overalls. Okay. You got the, the pride down. Busy day tomorrow. <laughs> okay, next app is called Decorate, an app where guys can decorate their dick pics. Alex, you know you've wanted this app. I, I'm blown away here by the creativity. Uh, for real I'm or ho- for fake? I think it's too good to be true. I'm going to say for fake. Marie? I, like, wish it was real, so I'll say for real. Okay, Marie, you're right. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it was a real app, but it just got discontinued because it's highly inappropriate. Snapchat. You right? can decorate your right? That's a good point. You can totally do it there. Yeah, on Snapchat. Okay. So, Alex, you're not looking so hot in this game. Oh, <laughs> damn you, decorate. <laughs> okay, next, Zips. An app that displays as a zipper that people can zip and unzip and customize their underwear. And that's about it. What do you think? For real or for fake, Marie? Oh, uh, hmm. that's really hard. Yeah. Because it's I can really stupid. It's really stupid, but I can see some like underwear company wanting to make it. <laughs> That's true. That's but I'm smart. Going to say for fake. Okay, Alex. I feel dumb. Uh, is the zipper on the underwear, or is that on no? The it's like a phone. jean zipper. So it's just you know how like they have a, a lighter app. Yeah. So it's you just. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's probably for real. And you said for f- fake. Okay, Alex, you're right. Let's go. We're tied. Our no, tied. he's still losing. Oh. Because he got really? decorate wrong. Oh. Yeah. Okay, next app. Passion, an app that uses iPhone's microphone and accelerometer to rate your sexual performance. <laughs> Alex, I feel like all these apps are designed for you. <laughs> Sounds like an orgasmatron. I don't know this like... Here's okay. the question, though. Do girls use it to rate their partner's performance and choose Ooh. between hookups? Or is it just... You know, I'm not an app developer. <laughs> I didn't create these apps. <laughs> I'm just She's the engineer. An yeah. impartial host. <laughs> for real or for fake, Marie? I I want it to be for real, but you said the other one was too inappropriate and got taken down, so I think for fake. You think it's a fake app, Alex? Do you think it's real or fake? Uh, I'm going to say, I feel like if it linked to your Fitbitters, I, I mean, it's for fake. It's for fake. It's for real. Stop. It's a real app. I'm yeah. downloading that. Slaughtered here. <laughs> Okay, last one. The Trump Insider, an app following Donald Trump's presidential campaign with everything from updates on his latest campaign escapades to what he'll do next. Alex, for real or for fake? I think that's part of Decorate. I think those are <laughs> one and the same. Those are uh, one and the same. That's got to be for real. Um, hopefully there's a lot of shade thrown the his Trump way in insider. hatred, but that, that's got to be for real. Okay, Marie? Well, absolutely for real because... Anybody could use it. So it would be like love on some side, hate on the other. Like That's true. Makes a lot of sense. That's very true, but you're both very wrong because what? it is not a real app. 
We suck. Zach, so, you're creative, man. I am creative, aren't I? That's why I have a, my own show. Jeez. <laughs> okay, so Alex, you lost. I did I? You did. Line it up. <laughs> so you will have to take a shot. Okay. I won't. I won't make you take a shot right now. You can wait till the end of the show because we have um, we have a guest that we're going to be talking to you guys. Ooh. She's going to educate us because I think like I'm not that smart when it comes to like technology. Like I'm really bad at it, um, but I'm on it all the time. Like I'm on Twitter. I'm Facebook living right now. Hi. Um, <laughs> see, I'm looking at myself. I see, look gorgeous. I don't even know how to use Facebook Live, so. I, I need this education. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's welcome. Her name is Dr. Lisa Stroman. She's the founder and director of the Technology Wellness Center, one of the first organizations to address the global issue of technology addiction and overuse. She's also the author of Unplug, Raising Kids in a Technology Addicted World. Please welcome Dr. Stroman. Hi, Dr. Stroman. How are you? I am great. How are you guys? We are great. We um we were just on our phones <laughs> like nonstop before you called in. I bet. We all are. I mean, this is this is everybody's issue. I know. So talk to me. Why are young people always on their phones? I mean, everybody's using the Tinder and social media and instant messaging and dirty Skyping. What is this? Is it is it a real addiction? You know, I mean, these are, we've all, it's, this group is growing up always connected. And so they're on it because they can. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's too fun not to be. And right. if you think about developmentally, like where people are, it's like, who wouldn't want to jump on Omegle and like, right. see what like party you jump into. So it's really hard. I mean, depending on the age of the person, but yeah, I mean, it's because they can and it's completely um, connected all the time. So is it so when we say addiction, are we talking? I mean, is it like cocaine addiction and alcohol addiction? Is it that serious that people are that physically dependent on their phones? You know, like I, I argue to my like my the my partner who I wrote this with, I went to school with, and I am not um, someone who likes to talk about addiction in the technology space mm-hmm. because there's there's what you call like a chemical addiction, and then there's the process addiction. So with technology, I would think that it's the process addiction that people are talking about that are in that field. Right. I just think it's overuse, quite frankly, because I don't okay. think it's fair to call it an addiction. Um, I mean, there are certain people that really have a true addiction, but right. not everyone. Alex, how many times, how <laughs> often do you spend on your phone? Like how often a, a, a lot? Day? I, I would day? say the, the biggest thing that I'm, I'm really trying yeah, like to. What are you really into? Oh, well, that's a, that's a totally different question. Porn. Well, yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> but I, I, I'm really trying to not check the, the like, the roulette, uh, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, the moment I wake up. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. giving it, like, even two minutes. Just right. not, like, jamming other people's stuff down my, like, yeah. yeah, you know, just the second I wake up. So that's something I'm working on and failing on, but okay. yeah. Yeah, no, I wake up in the morning and first thing I'm on my email, I'm on Facebook, I'm on, like, I'm looking at everything. Marie, how often are you on? I am mostly, I think the thing I check most often is my email. Yeah. Um, that is, I can't live without my email, but I have done the whole not checking social media when I wake up. And the only way I've been able to do it is like distract my hands by like making breakfast or getting coffee or doing something else mm-hmm. because my immediate reaction is, oh, got to see what my friends are doing. Got to check up on everything. Um, throughout the day though, 
I'd say it's rare if I'm not checking my phone in a 30-minute time period. I'd say it's rare. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I'll go on stretches where it's like, I'll check the same crap 90 over seconds. And over. Yeah, oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. yeah. Refresh. So, yeah, I think, Alex, your point being like, like you jump into it the minute you wake up and like you have to detect yourself. Like we are consuming like six newspapers worth of data a day. That's ridiculous amounts of data yeah. that we're taking in, and we're creating like two newspapers worth on statistically. So, and it's not even a good newspaper. I know it's like total crap. It's not even fact checked. Like, exactly, Doctor Stroman. I don't even read the New York Times. I read Facebook. You know how bad yep. that is. You're not alone, though. I mean, I don't know if you read that story, though, that about Zuckerberg and like the that they're voting and like what they did in 2012 and how they did this 60 million person. Um, experiment where they they look to see whether or not they could actually change the mood of their of their consumers, and they came back and they said, "Look, we can make you happy or sad. That's what Facebook can do." I was like terrified by that. That's obviously. insane. Yeah. But- okay, so here's something to throw at you. If the so if. The evolution of technology is so great. You know, we've had so many advancements in, you know, television. People can watch it now in color and flat screen. That's that's amazing. You know, then we have other other advances in like medicine and whatnot. But um, why is it so bad if all these things are, are, are advancing? I mean, are they advancing us in society? Like, is that a good thing? Like, is the fact that now I can go on Tinder and find a date in five minutes, is that great? Or do you think that that's actually harming us? Well, I mean, it depends on it depends on who the consumer is. I mean, there's people that are more vulnerable than others, and my background working with some vulnerable groups, like it, it terrifies me um, in that arena, like where people aren't maybe able to read things or discern what's true fact or not real fact. Is it, that's important to take into consideration and. And knowing, like, that the Internet is basically a marketing platform that people are advertising to you left and right. And a lot of the kids don't know that. They don't realize that when they're that young. That's true. Okay, let me ask you this question. What app are you addicted to? (laughs) Me? Yeah. Are you – would you consider yourself an overuser of technology? No, you know, I'm, I'm that would be really bad if you did. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I'm, you know, now that I'm doing more media stuff and like I'm going into like television and stuff, they're like, well, you don't have enough Twitter followers. And, you know, like, You're I like, have, do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know what I do for a living? But yeah, I had a 16 year old tell me the other day, I was like super excited. This is like five years ago. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have like 50 Twitter followers. I was like so excited. And the 16 year old was like, oh my God, I have like 6,000. I was like oh, felt so humiliated. That's- it's insane, though, that these, like, 16-year-olds have, like, thousands of followers on Instagram. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're taking a picture of your lunch. Like, it's not that great. Well, and on that, Doc, is it, like, is it too big to fail in the sense of, like, if all your friends are doing it and you're in high school or college and they're all doing it, if you don't do it, are you kind of a weirdo? Well, so here's the thing. I, I think that we're going to have those kids that really stay on the fray, probably jumping ahead of the rest if they're not going to go into fields of technology. If you're going to be in the field of technology, I think that you're probably falling behind your cohort. But if you're going to go into sciences, or if you're going to go into something that, that has to do with like interpersonal relationships, then no, I think that you're going to be far ahead. Your interpersonal skills are going to be above everyone else. You're going to interview better. You're going to be able to connect better with the people that are hiring you. So it just depends on what you're trying to do. You know, there's a lot of people that are internet famous, and like they need to be on like 24-7 if they're going to get anywhere. Do you think that that's an unfortunate thing that now people are internet famous? 
You know, I don't or know that if that's it's... something that we strive for. Personally, I think it's again, it's an interesting field of where we've come because, or it's interesting where we've come to because there are kids that are making millions of dollars on their YouTube channels, right? I mean, where they have um, sponsors that are jumping in yeah. and they're getting advertisements and things like that. And I don't think that a lot of the public realizes how much you can monetize that. So for them, good for them. Yeah. Uh, but I don't yeah. know whether or not they're, again, like interpersonally connected at right. the same level that, that somebody who might be authentically happy and, um, you know, just enjoying life on that level. That's true. I mean, there are people on Facebook in onesies talking about politics. <laughs> I'm talking about Alex. Alex has a, he has yeah. a video that he posted. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, but that's the thing. It's like uh, I posted it, and literally I'm checking like every 30 seconds to see if people liked it, and literally each like makes me feel like I'm more of a substantial human yeah. being. You get an endorphin rush from exactly the positive right. reinforcement that you're getting from it. So, Doctor, do you think that it is very possible that it is not only stunting our perhaps interpersonal growth, but is it also connecting people in ways that they didn't have the opportunity to be connected before? Yes. I mean, I think that there's something called the Dunbar effect that talks about, like, how many authentic connections that you can have. And it's you really can't have more than, like, 150. And so if you That's think about... That's a lot. It's a lot if you consider that's like work, family, and tangential, but those are that's as much as you can kind of keep contact with. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you are aware of kind of what the capacity is, I think that you're fine, okay. and I don't think that you're going to be in a bad place in that sense, mm -hmm. but I think that if... If that's all you are, like what Alex was saying about like getting that rush, like you know, there's people who post things and then pull it right back off if they don't get likes in a certain number of minutes, you know, and they, then it can come become obsessive, right? Like I need to do a post that some that more people are liking, yeah. and then it's like it's pushing your boundaries right. and your risk tolerance higher and higher. Yeah. Do you think it can be emotionally destructive to especially young children or people that are trying to base their self-worth off of what other people think of them in a screen? Absolutely. I mean, they, we have the highest rates of depression and anxiety in history, and we have between 5 and 10, depending on what statistic or research that you want to look at, kids killing themselves on a daily basis based on like their bullying, sexting, um, like humiliation, harassment online. It's so it's horrible. It, it is horrible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how do, so how do we fix this? So it, it's clearly an issue. You know, phones aren't going away. It's not like Apple's going to say, "Okay, we're we're banning all cell phones." So how do we? I mean, technology is going to continue to grow, and sure. we're going to become more and more as a society. Maybe not individually, but as a society and as a culture, we're going to become more dependent on technology, on social media. So how do we? you know, not allow that to consume our lives or, you know, do it in a healthy way to the point where we're not putting all of our, our self-worth into, into likes on Instagram? You know, I think that it's, I mean, it's a great question because I think that, that really like that this generation, your guys' generation is like the hope moving forward of, you know, it's probably going to get a little worse before it gets better mm -hmm. um, because you're getting the virtual realities coming out. They're making over 100,000 videos a week, I think, in porn, which has the potential to have, like, haptic technology, which is where those wearable, I think you guys were talking about apps before I got on, but, like, wearable underwear, there's something called Thunderwear, and, like, that haptic technology. Yeah, is gonna... I've seen that. That's insane. Oh it's like, an, I mean, 
What's thunderwear? Yeah. Thunderwear. It's like where you can put on this underwear, and then your partner actually can control whether or not you get stimulated via their cell phone. And do you guys know where you can pick that up? <laughs> Yeah, not yet. Like, it sounds like I'm endorsing it, right? I should get right. like paid off of that. Yeah, yeah. I have a question about the porn aspect. Yes. Okay, of course, of course you do. <laughs> I uh, I coached uh, you high coached schoolers. Porn? Well, I coached porn. Yeah, it didn't go well. It was very <laughs> short lived. But I was blown away by what these kids are doing at 15 and 16, whether it's texting or Snapchat, compared to like. Like, when I was going through puberty, I had a tear-out or, like, a really crappy, grainy, buffering video of porn. And, like, in comparison, when I was actually with a girl, it was still, like, amazing. I guess my question is, if you have all the porn that's ever been created ever when you're 13 and then you have virtual reality porn, is there going to be a point where you're just like, whatever, I don't even need to go after the opposite sex? Yeah, I mean, it is, sadly, it is, I have three clients right now, parents that have kids under the age of 10 that are, that are truly addicted to porn, that they cannot get their kids from sneaking off and looking at it. So if you think about average age of viewing is nine, nine, nine years old, and that it's that interactive and that the porn industry, quite frankly, has more money than the NRA. Like, it is terrifying, like, how it's impacting, because I've got... I mean, I had 20-year-olds like five years ago that I could not figure out why they had erectile. It was because of the fact that they were um, engaged in so much porn, and they cannot basically get stimulated on normal sex anymore. That's insane. Wait, what's virtual porn? What is that? Well, imagine virtual reality, like where you've been seeing like Google. Um, oh, yeah, like, yeah. So you're seeing like 3D as if you're in that situation. Oh, that's versus watching crazy. it on a screen. So at a certain point, there's the possibility that it's going to completely yeah. replace human interaction. Or you have the... That's op- scary. Yeah. Not only that, but like, let's say... Well, that's more... one way to fix overpopulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but more men probably watch porn than women in general, like a generalization. Yeah. But um, what's going to happen to these girls that are, you know, young growing up knowing that they're friends or their guy friends are watching porn and they have snapchat like is this going to lead to an issue with young women it totally is i mean you're you're hitting it already is here because yeah, the, yeah because the women see the thing is is men need to have like physical contact to have like that release of oxytocin which is the bonding um the bonding hormone that we release to connect to other humans so they need physical touch and that that release and women want an emotional intimacy. Right. And so women are, like, dressing. You know, they're cute. They're, like, have hot bodies, and they're wearing these cute little dresses, and they show up, and these guys are like, oh, that looks like the chick from that porn video. I'm sure she wants me to do this. And yeah. so, and it's not really yeah. what they want. But That's the, not the, the approach? The confused. That's not the approach, no. <laughs> totally not the approach. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do coaching on the side, too, Alex. Okay, yeah. we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> Okay, so Dr. Dr. Sherman, before we close out, what what like quick tips do you have for people to kind of like start to to take a break from technology because it's clearly I, an issue? Yeah, I mean, I just think that if you could challenge yourself to have like balanced use. And so like okay. in our house we do like Tech Free Tuesdays where we really do unplug you go that Amish. Day. It's so fun. Well, we just, we like play board games and we like go for walks and, you know. Wow, that is like outside. really not common anymore to play board games. I know. Like, I know. You play words with friends on your face. Is that, is that a thing in my age? It's still a No, no, no. Okay. I mean, we have words with friends. No, for sure. But like, I mean, again, I have a nine and a seven year old. So I'm trying to like, to 
to teach them like to how yeah. to interact and make eye contact with people because a lot of these kids aren't doing it anymore. Yeah. So balanced use is the best. If you're going to spend five hours online, then you should at least try to do five hours offline. Okay. And it, it's, that's my like best piece of advice. I like it. I think it's great. Thank you so much, Dr. Stroman, for calling in. Everybody needs to go and pick up your book, Unplugged, Raising Kids in a Technology-Addicted World. What's your website, and where can people find you on social media? Um, people can find me either at asklisa.com, which is my tech site, or drlisastroman.com, uh, and that's my Twitter handle, at drlisastroman. I love it. Thank you so much, Lisa, for calling in. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. 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 Are you going to stop using... Are you going to use your phone less, Marie? And and are you going to quit the virtual porn, Alex? Uh, it's it's no. I'm I'm going down the rabbit hole. It's it's off. It's over. I feel like her idea of the whole like balanced use is really interesting. Yeah. Because like I went out to dinner the other night with yeah. one of my friends, right? And everybody's on, on their, their fucking phone phones. At dinner. Yes. And one um one of my really good guy friends, he was like, "Okay, so we're going to do this thing. Everybody put your phone in the middle screen yeah. up and the first person to grab their phone has to pay the bill." Yes, I've heard of that. It was yeah. extremely useful. Like That's... people did not touch their phones. No, if I go to like dinner with people, I don't allow them to use their phones around me. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I like what ends up happening is I feel like and especially if you're posting stuff, like not even just checking things, but if you're posting it, the entire yeah. experience becomes about yeah. creating the perfect exactly. post yeah. rather than being in it. Well, you're compromising exactly. all of the human interaction that you have for like this external interaction that you will have in the future because of what you're putting on social media. Well put. Look at you. You should work with Dr. Lisa. You guys go on tour together. <laughs> that would be so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Alex, Where? what are you doing right now? Uh, well, I'm going to go on Lumberjacks and Dickery. That's the first <laughs> thing I'm doing. Uh, all is good, man. I love Are you tindering? Oh, so, all right. So, I Do got... you tinder? Do you, you grinder? <laughs> I grinder. I'm on them all. I don't even care anymore. No, I got off them, truly, because I was spending so much time, like, in this purgatory of messaging people mm-hmm. that just didn't come out to anything. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go back to real life. And it's actually been, like... Kind of fun because I'll walk into a coffee shop or yeah. wherever we go, and I'm like, maybe I'll meet someone. I don't, but at least <laughs> at I think I might. Yeah. You have the opportunity. Have it, yeah. <laughs> Marie, what's the app you use the most? Probably Instagram or Facebook. Really? To be quite honest. Um, and I don't really even post that much. Yeah. Like, I rarely post, but I feel like I get to – like catch up with my friends kind of and also I'm an awful person and I'm super judgmental on social media <laughs> so I can like be like oh I'm better than that person uh, <laughs> it's really bad but it's we all I do. do it yeah and I don't use tinder or any of those things Have well, you you're in a relationship you I shouldn't know. be on tinder I know but I'm just saying I've watched my friends use tinder yeah. and the only reason I could think of to use tinder is like if I wanted an emotional like boost and be yeah. like people like me they yeah. swipe the right direction oh yeah you know no I found people that I know on tinder that I'll swipe right to and I'm like you didn't like me back you must. fuck you <laughs> Yeah. All right, Alex, what are you promoting? Do you have anything to promote? Yeah, sure. Uh, Do you have my a mom makes a great. Oh, 
Well, yeah, yeah. There's there's too many of those. <laughs> uh, doing a comedy show this Saturday at the Sandtrop, uh, which I need to find the geographic Where location. Where is the Sandtrop? What is that? I think that? it's by you in Pasadena, I think. Is it? Yeah. What which is it, in like a basement? To. When is that? Saturday? Saturday I, I think I can come on Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, text me the details. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then just did that onesie politics that you mentioned where yes. I just put on a onesie and ask people about the election. I like that. Thank you. That's yeah. fun. You know, why not? What is your Twitter handle and your Instagram so everyone can give you validation? Oh, I love validation. You can stroke your ego and you can go and stroke other things. My handle on every porn site and social media <laughs> is at I'm Alex Weber and I'm AlexWeber.com. Are you Alex Weber? I am Alex Weber. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Marie, do you have anything you want to promote or put out there? Uh... No, <laughs> I'm not really doing anything. I'm I'm investing in self care right now. Good. So As I'm trying to should. take time off of the social media and go do things in the real world. How about that? How about that? Yeah. You know what else people should do? What they should check out Suja because Suja mm-hmm. hooked us up with they juice, should. and they're gonna hook you up with a juice detox. And even if you don't want to do a whole cleanse, fuck the cleanse. Go and just enjoy some juice. Make a cocktail. I have recipes at justplainzac.com. And you know what else you need to do. You should cut technology out of your life for like most of the week, but every Wednesday you have to listen to hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. Like that's your one weekly fix if you're gonna do anything. <sighs> Thank you guys for listening. I will be back next Wednesday and every Wednesday after that until Rena fires me. Follow me at Just Plain Zach on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram and just about everything else. But my Snapdick is the actual Zach, so go follow me there. I won't send you anything dirty, but you'll get to see all my crazy Uber rides because I snap them all. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Don't forget to visit Just Plain Zach. Check out Suja. Follow Alex. Don't follow Marie because she didn't give you anything to follow. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.